Hello, welcome to our new podcast, We Love Musicals Except These, working title. Um, I am Casey Burkery. I'm Elise Cosgrove. I'm Hannah Doster. And I'm Kristen Barbarito. And we all love musicals very much, but there's a lot that aren't great, or at least we don't think so, and we don't like them. So we're here to talk about some of those musicals. We're going to talk about a different one or two and talk about why we don't like them and maybe what we can learn from the mistakes or, yeah, we can learn from them. Um, So today we're going to talk about The Prom, specifically the Netflix movie. And uh, Elise is going to tell us a little bit about the show. So prom um initially was on like broadway i think in like 2019 or like 2020 um and then it got on netflix recently i think it was like in january yeah january i think it was christmas yeah christmas yeah around christmas time so um the premise of it is that it takes place in like this really rural small town of indiana where this girl, her name's Emma, and she has a little girlfriend, and she wants to take her girlfriend to the prom, but everyone, because it's in rural Indiana, is, like, major homophobic. Mm-hmm. So her mom's homophobic. That school's homophobic. All her, all of her, like, schoolmates are homophobic. Um, her girlfriend's mom is, like, the head of the PTA, and she's the one who's, like, not allowing Emma and her girlfriend to go to the prom together. They, she says that they have to be opposite like sex for people to go together um so these broadway actors who are kind of like these fading actors Mm -hmm. and they're trying to kind of get their like glam back and their attention back um go down to indiana to like do some performative activism and be like we're helping out this girl yay when in reality they're just doing it for themselves so that's really like what takes place in the musical yeah um so the problem with that is we, we talked about the the problem with the homophobic school board and then the performative activists. The movie doesn't know which one it wants to talk about more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably the, the main problem. Definitely. And I think in that they lose like portraying both of those equally if that makes sense like i know especially with the homophobia like emma she was getting like just like hate crimes like (laughs) just major stuff was happening to her and then like she was like smiling and singing along and she's like oh look at me like being a silly little minority in indiana i'm (laughs) such a silly little girl when in reality she's like literally getting hate crimes by her girlfriend's mom I'm like, Queen, you need to get a grip on this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like not not Emma, but the, the director, Ryan Murphy, which is mm-hmm. a gay male, which is very weird because gay males don't go through the same thing as gay women go through. You true. know what I mean? This is true. And uh, <laughs> on that subject, James Corden, the probably <laughs> the lead, right? Like, besides, because it doesn't really focus on the girls enough. Uh yeah, he's playing. Really he's playing one of the the actors, and he's supposed to be a gay man. And believe it or not, James Corden is not gay. <laughs> I had literally no clue. That's so crazy. I had yeah. no clue. There's like a wife and kids. Yeah. So, so and, awesome. and a lot, a lot of, <laughs> I didn't. 
a lot of his dialogue when it, when coming from him sounds more like a parody of a gay man. Yeah, yeah, he's like portraying a stereotype. It seems definitely, 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 and like it's really rough because in the musical, like when it was on stage in Broadway, it mostly focused focused on the girls because I mean, like it's called the prom. Like they're making the prom for these like two little lesbian girls or gay girls and like you feel like a lot of times you're focusing on like way too much of the actors and their relationships like the main actor she's played by Meryl Street she gets in a relationship with the principal who's trying to help out Emma um and like I swear like I was watching one of the scenes with like Meryl Street and the principal and I was like literally trying to skip ahead to where the parts where Emma was in because I was like bro I'm not here for for this like I'm not here for Meryl Streep I'm yeah. here for little Emma and her to get her little prom back like what what am I watching you know what I mean I feel like another pretty big fail I guess of the movie was that they immediately just went for like name value mm-hmm. like with like mm-hmm. Meryl Streep Nicole Kidman James Corden they just went with people that everybody would know and not like people that were the best fit for the roles because i know that the actual broadway cast had mm-hmm. to audition for the netflix movie and no one got cast mm-hmm. i feel like they could have just done a pro shot and everything would have been fine yeah, yeah. that's really yeah. unfortunate especially for the main girls because mm-hmm. when you find like young actresses like that it, you would think yeah oh they're already perfect for the role and finding someone perfect for that role of that age is not always the easiest thing. Uh, so definitely. why wouldn't you just stick with that? Well, it wasn't and, as much like the like people that were playing like the teenagers, right? Like I thought it was just mostly the adults that got stunt cast. True. No, the the teenagers um in the movie were not in the original cast. Like they switched those out too. I yeah. know they weren't in the original cast, but wasn't oh. Emma like wasn't this like oh yeah true yeah they're not they're not big stars that that's that's fair but even more of a reason to cast the if they're going for big names or names that people know at least some people know of the original cast so even with that logic it doesn't make sense um yeah yeah, overall so the feeling i had when i was watching the movie at the beginning was it was like ooh. This is interesting. I don't know where this is going with the message. And then, like, 30 minutes later, I realized, oh, they don't know where they're going with the message. (laughs) (laughs) This is not, this is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so bad. What was that? It's just so bad, too, Mm -hmm. like, the way that they were, like, so chaotic. Like, there's this one scene I remember where um emma's girlfriend's mom which i have no clue who what her name is but um we'll just call her candace owens candace owens (laughs) yeah very much candace owens vibes so candace owens she um is the head of the pta so she actually moves the prom last minute to like a private venue and emma shows up to her school's prom and literally in the scene like the the actors are walking her in and i'm like and there's no cars in the parking lot like what? <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, I'm sorry. Like it's kind of like a small thing, but at the same time, it's just a prime example of how they don't know how to portray this like yeah. very cute idea for a like musical correctly. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's funny. They all they all carpooled. Yeah, literally... They all carpooled together yeah, exactly. in the same pickup truck. 
Yeah. <laughs> Something that I thought was kind of cool, I guess. Um, this is purely nothing to do with the actual plot or anything, but the set in like the very beginning of the show mm. when they were like, or in the movie when they were like yeah. in the bar and it kind of like was like the cast party. I thought that mm. set was yeah, really cool. Yeah, that and was. the same energy into other aspects of the movie, yeah. it would have been great. Yeah, well, overall, it's it's a Netflix movie. It's got high production value. And it's it's either going to look good or look... It, it did look overproduced at some times, some of the lighting. But, of course, that that's going to be... That's a minimal thing when the, when the substance of the movie is already weak. Yeah. Yeah, the only number I actually liked was... I think it's called Love Thy Neighbor. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Love Andrew Rannells. It could be mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But I loved that. That was, like, yeah. a good number Agreed. for me. Agreed. Yeah. Um, any other stuff that we liked about it? Um, you know, I, I think if they chose one of the messages to go with, mm-hmm. like if they chose the performative activism or they chose the homophobia, it would be a great movie. So I like yeah. both of those topics mm-hmm. to like talk and teach about, teach about, I guess. Yeah. Um, but because they chose both, it was kind of a yeah. mess in itself. Yeah. They kind of get the best of both worlds and it just yeah. felt really watered down yeah. mm-hmm. and not just. And I will say, did the people do anything like that as well, or did they just kind of choose one thing? I think they chose the homophobia more than the performative activism. Mm-hmm. So I think that's I what kind of helped. Yeah, I think the message of the the homophobia was more prevalent, but they focused more on the story of the performative activists, which doesn't make any sense. Exactly. But that's somehow how yeah. it worked out. Um, yeah, and. Even though they were like big name stars and some of them kind of phoned it in, there were some good performances and a few good numbers. Um, I thought Keegan Michael Key as the principal was cool. I like seeing him. He's doing a lot more musical stuff now. I saw he was in that Jingle Jingle movie that Netflix did, another music thing. I I didn't watch it, but but yeah, like they're they're big names, so they're gonna be good at least. But. Oh, one number that I thought was kind of funny, I guess, was Nicole Kidman's big number because it was supposed to be a ton of dancing and it was just her kind of sitting on a couch and kicking her legs a little bit. <laughs> that was about it. Yeah. yeah. The, the, it was, it was isn't so, it called like it so Zazz funny. instead of jazz? Like, I, yeah, I was like, yeah. give, give us some Zazz, I think. I, mm-hmm. Like, it's not like the word jazz is, is like, like copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. Why just say jazz? It was really uncomfortable. To hear Zaz, Zaz, Zaz over again. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I was like, know. when is this over? I know, exactly. Like, I was, I feel like I caught myself trying to skip through the movie way too many times, like, more than I needed to. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I, li- I was literally in that scene and I was like, okay, this can this be over? So yeah. Like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Okay. It's just a whole lot. Yeah. So, I think. And- oh, you got one more thing? Yeah, one more thing, sorry, after that. Um, it's around the end of the movie where her mom, Emma's mom, finds out that her, or, sorry, Emma's girlfriend's mom, Candace yeah. Owens, <laughs> finds out that Emma and her girlfriend are dating, which I also forgot the name of the girlfriend. I think it's I just, Alyssa. I Alyssa, think it's yeah, best. yeah. Yes, it is, it is Alyssa. But they found out that they're dating, and, like, she's suddenly okay with it. Like, it was, like, yeah. at the end of the movie, she, like, gives Emma a hug, I think. Well, it is. And I'm, like, she... Okay. She does say the thing with like, I just don't want you to have a hard life. So she's like kind of okay with it, but she's still like 
I don't know. Yeah. It, and that, I think, like, the really weird prom where it was, like, everybody that was in the one song was there, yeah. but they were all from, like, different countries. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not flying to Indiana for a prom. <laughs> yeah. Happening. I know. And as someone who's, like, dealt with homophobia, it definitely just doesn't go over one day. And there's not even, like, definitely after my mom found out that I was gay, she definitely wasn't, like, oh my gosh you know what i just love you the same like that okay well like that kind of mm-hmm. happened but i'm just saying like if her mom was mega yeah. homophobic it's not gonna like be better in a day like that's mm-hmm. just like not like i think it would be better to even not include that scene because it's just not true like it's not gonna be a happy ending well to that in, in yeah in your life i don't think you had a big old choreographed dance number right afterwards to make everything better mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. I think because there was a whole big musical and it solved everything I think that makes it yeah. make sense then, definitely yeah <laughs> that's true that's true no. but still like <laughs> I feel like it's given some people some false hope that like it'll get better in the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I guess the overall lesson we can learn from this adaptation specifically is that you got to make a solid decision on what you want your theme and your message to be and something that will help that is to have actors and directors who know the experience of the movie that you're trying to tell not not in all cases but in cases of minorities and oppression yeah definitely yeah. mm-hmm all right, so I think that does it for today's episode of We We Love Musicals, except for this one, on the prom. I I think we add a really fun um, like thing at the end where we rate it out of five blank, and it has to do with the musicals. So yes. like this is gonna be a two out of five um, pink sparkly. Yeah, I give it two suits. proms. <laughs> two, pro- two proms out yeah. of five proms. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's a two out of five proms or hot pink part. Yeah. Hot pink sparkly. Five zazz out of five zazz out of ten. (laughs) There we go. Yes. Oh my god. All right. Stay tuned. Two zazzes out of five. (laughs) All right. So be sure to stay tuned for our next episode. We'll talk about another catastrophic movie adaptation. What could it be? We'll see. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.